1: one fictional it's up to you who you choose you pick them all it's up to you who you choose you pick them all who you having make it who you wish this is your dinner party
0: and it's your guest list
1: hello and welcome to episode 7 of the guest list with jake lambert the podcast reminds a few comedians to find out who would be their perfect dinner party guests But they can only pick three. One has to be alive, one has to be dead, and one has to be fictional. Now, this week I am joined by Tom Lucy. It's such a fun episode, but just a little side note that we recorded it a while ago before I got this new microphone. So, uh, again, you will notice a slight difference in sound quality, not content quality. Um, It's a really good, fun episode. Tom and I, uh, we actually talk about this in the podcast we sort of started out together and we both got signed by the same agency around the same time. So we've always sort of kept in touch as we've gone along. Um haven't seen him for a while uh, for obvious reasons but it was really fun and I hope you enjoy it as much as we did. I'm not going to talk for long at the top here, um, I'll be honest, I'm running a bath. But please enjoy my conversation with Tom Lucy. <music>
0: This looks like a YouTube conspiracy channel, doesn't it? All we need is, um, I need like a massive Union Jack flag behind me. What, instead of that swastika? <laughs> instead of... <laughs> I was thinking um, just before coming on here that, that you're one of the... Uh, I don't want to get too deep too early, but I think you were like one of the first comedians I met way, way, way back. Way, way when you were still at uni? In the late 80s. Um, <laughs> no, it was Doing like the
1: alternative scene. Yeah, yeah, it was sort of me,
0: you, and like Stuart Lee and Alexi Sale all coming up together. No, I, I think it was at the Wedgwood rooms in Portsmouth. It um, was with uh, Simon Evans. Yeah, and we met, and I was really young. I was like 18 or maybe even 17. I don't know. And we, um, we'd both just been picked up by Curb and had absolutely that's no right, idea yeah. what was going on. Yeah, that's right. We were both so like full of hope and excited, and now it's all gone. <laughs> we um, we did. We used to message each
1: other a lot every time we got a gig. We I don't remember go, that, did we? Oh, yeah, Just go. Really? Got another one in. Yeah. Have you done? Because we... we, we'd be checking if the other person had done it yet. Yeah,
0: yeah. But we were doing those like sort of the, the trial gigs, weren't we? Where they were sort of testing you out a bit.
1: Well, what happens is, this is for the listener, Uh, I'm not just going to explain to you what happened in case you've forgotten, but um, (laughs) usually an act would do um, half, like some of them mentally you're booked for half an hour, which I remember calling them the first time I got one of those to check and they said, no, don't worry. Um, Actually, probably shouldn't put that on there. But anyway. (laughs) But they just said to me, don't panic, it's fine. Yeah. And then...
0: (laughs) <laughs> and then um yeah
1: and, but they used to give me a new just to go there and do 15s
0: that's right yeah we, we would share, sort of, the, share the slot and the we money. would like <laughs> tag tag team the middle section yeah that's i remember we did, we did quite a few of those didn't we do you want to name them all i probably can i mean <laughs> Southend, haywards heath portsmouth uh Aylesbury, Ale- <laughs> all the water so side many. the water um, side in Aylesbury. I actually like
1: that one. That's really nice.
0: No, to be um, fair, that is a, that is a good one.
1: I've actually know I've got very very lucky. Know I only ever did one foyer. Every other time, they managed to move it into the main room. Really, that's good. And I had the same thing with outdoor gigs this year. Every time I went to do one, the weather was so bad. Um, hmm. They 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 moved it indoors. So I did. Uh, oh great! I did Crawley Heath, and we're yeah. supposed to be outside. Me, Susie, and Joel. Um, yeah. And moved inside to so a 200 people in 600
0: seater. I had exactly the same thing. It was Me lovely. and Eli- Elliot Steele and Ivo Graham did did the, the main theatre to about 100 people. Um, all, all like Crawley. All, yeah, yeah. The, the the horse in Crawley, all spread out. Um, yeah, I did. I I did do quite a few outdoor gigs in back in the summer. I also did a couple of drive-in ones that were. Oh, you did them. I did a couple of. Yeah, I did. Chelmsford Racecourse, uh, two, two shows. How many cars is that? Do you know what? It was quite... I didn't think it'd be that many cars, but there was probably about 300 cars in each show. It was, a, it was quite cool. big. That's with, a traffic with, jam. <laughs> yeah, it was. And, and there was like a five o'clock show and then an eight o'clock show. And the five o'clock show was just horrific for everyone because none of us knew how to do it. And then by the... end yeah. Comedy. Yeah, comedy. Yeah, you've kind of sort of worked out that they they beep when they find something funny, and then in the in the second show, I, I remember thinking on stage, oh that that joke got a bigger beep in the first show, <laughs> and I was already sort of judging it by the beeps. I mean, we don't know. It might have been an angry beep, an angry beep, not a, a happy beep. It'd Be
1: quite nice if you the next day when you stalled on a roundabout and just thought you were getting an ovation. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so bizarre I think that when I look back at this year you know in 10 years time I think that that drive-in gig will be my main memory of this year
1: that was the weirdest thing yeah because I only did one drive in hated it
0: which one um, did you do?
1: I don't know it was like it was, like, it was down southwest. Um yeah. I don't think it was I can't remember where it was but I like um, I want to say like despised it and them yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> no I will yeah. Um did you get any drive-outs? I uh, wanted a drive-out just so I could tell I got a drive-out.
0: Drive <laughs> no, but I did think that that would be the worst heckle. It's just the sound of a car starting. <laughs> or someone turning the radio on, switching it to Capital FM. Well, I, I did...
1: Um, I was doing some Michael Jackson material. Anti, in case you're wondering. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Um, Topical. And so, someone started playing his music.
0: Did they? Did they?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping they were going to reverse out because it would be like they were doing the moonwalk in the car.
0: <laughs> Did you say that on stage? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. They oh, that loved was it. good. Got, like, all, the, all the beeps.
0: Did you get a load, loads of beeps? Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I, didn't, I haven't done so many uh, the outdoor ones because a lot of them, like you say... So they wouldn't we, book you. Yeah, they didn't want to book me mainly um, <laughs> after the drive-in gig. Uh, the word travels quickly in this industry So uh, I, I managed to avoid a lot of those outdoor ones But I did a couple
1: mm. I, To yeah. be honest, the whole pandemic thing Didn't really mind it I'll just go, I'll sit at home, I'll, I'll read, I'll do whatever But um, mm. I didn't really read, read I watched, watched um, <laughs> I'll, re- I'll read <laughs> I'll read, sure But I'm like, I, I don't like I you're in mind jail. it at <laughs> all Like, <sort> of like
0: <laughs> solitary confinement
1: Just read and do press-ups, bounce a ball against a wall I'm fine
0: Reading Mandela's Long Walk to Freedom.
1: <laughs> Mine camp. <laughs> I uh, I it was when I started to gig that yeah. it really hit me that like the world had changed. That that's yeah. when it really sort of affected me when I could sort of leave the house.
0: Yeah. And how did you approach it in terms of? Because I gigged with some comics who. Um, would came back after the lockdown and completely ignore the fact that there was a virus happening and just did their <laughs> they did their 20 minutes that they've had for 30 years. And I was watching it going, that is insane. You've not even mentioned the fact that anything's happened. I just find I, that insane.
1: I was really hoping that, that would sort of uh separate the the wheat from the chat. The chat what's the saying? The wheat from the chaff. The wheat
0: from the chaff, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um yeah. because because you know, people who can't write anything new or haven't bothered, yeah. There was one act again who shall remain nameless, um, yeah, started doing stuff up like being in a nightclub.
0: <laughs> Did he say the last week I was in a nightclub
1: <laughs> just the, the, the other day, unbelievable, yeah, Tiger Tiger, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but I at least I changed my bouncer stuff to pretend I was at Sainsbury's.
0: Yeah, you at least do take, some of the work. You just take old material and slightly <laughs> tweak it. So you say stuff like, uh, "Oh, I've been spending a lot of time with my family, obviously, because of the virus." I will tell you about my dad, and then you just do, <laughs> then you just do yeah. all your old dad stuff.
1: Yeah, I was walking down the street the other day with a mask on, staying socially distanced. Yeah. <laughs> when I, uh...
0: <laughs> so I've seen some people have incredible, um, sort of stuff about it. I did a gig with Phil Wang. And he had, like, 30 minutes of new material about the lockdown that was all, like, amazing. And then I did a gig with Sean as well, Sean Walsh. Oh, he yeah. Had, he had loads of stuff about lockdown that was all really great. So you sort of, re- you watch those people and you think, well, there's not really any excuse. At least, like, try. At least at least have a go at something new. <laughs> at least mention it. Yeah, I, some um, people just didn't even acknowledge it had happened.
1: Annoyingly, I, uh, so I tried to work, What I wanted to do was get a brand new twenty by the end of February. That was my aim for the year. Uh, no, I would have, I would have made another, another go after that. But I just mean that mm. was my <laughs> that was my aim. You were going to stop, yeah, stop in March. Like, yeah. Put my feet up. Wait for the fringe <laughs> to come around. But I um, mm. I did that uh, on March the fifteenth, and yeah. then that was the last gig I did for about five months. Oh really? Did it once, and then it was completely yeah. out of date.
0: Yeah. Without, so depressing. Without bragging.
1: I did have a new. I did get a new twenty from the lockdown. But yeah. what I'll have to do, I think, is uh, when I go to Edinburgh, I'll just do. Uh, I'll have to find a way to do old stuff, or just pretend that, that like I'll do the show that would have. You know what? What the like sliding doors? This is what yeah. a comedy would have been like <laughs> without <laughs> the virus.
0: <laughs> it's weird because I because I I did a, a preview and I did an hour preview at Always Be Comedy. Which is oh, yeah. lovely, like, which we know is one of the, the best gigs around. And, uh, and, and I did like a because I didn't do Edinburgh last year, so I've had like two almost two years off. So I've yeah. got a lot, a lot of stuff since You've I last no day, did a show. So I did this preview and it went really well. And I sort of came out and I was like, oh, it's, it's February and I feel like I've already got sort of a lot of stuff. And then, you know, like a couple of weeks later, we went into a national lockdown and then Edinburgh got cancelled. And now I'm in this position where I'm like, I don't know how much of this stuff is feels relevant anymore. Like it just it, it just feels weird to just have a whole show about stuff that's nothing to do with what's gone what's gone on for the last 10 months. Well, that's uh, it.
1: Exactly. Because, um, well, I don't know if you've ever been relevant, but certainly it would have been a shame <laughs> if you had attempted it. <laughs> um okay we should start doing the uh the actual podcast yeah let's
0: do it let's so do it.
1: um thanks for coming on obviously um, pleasure. when uh when i thought of the guests i want to start with you you were you were one of the first names on there because i uh i think we always really? we always yeah just we always have a laugh and i thought well i think just calling yeah. you up out of the blue would have been weird so i just thought well if i pretend i'm doing a podcast i will be able to chat to him <laughs> came up with this whole format this is not a podcast <laughs>
0: That's sweet. So it's basically just a catch-up, is it?
1: My uncle's wondering why he's coming on next. <laughs> <laughs> My strange dad's is coming on next. <laughs> Tom, um, I think you're you're quite a uh quite a sociable boy. Mm-hmm. Do you uh do do you go to many dinner
0: parties? Um m- more recently than than I have been. Well, we're currently
1: in a lockdown, so how recently? I
0: mean, not like in the lot. I just mean generally. <laughs> Obviously, not in the lockdown. I'm not I'm not confessing to <laughs> government guidelines. But uh, I would say a lot of my friends are are really getting into dinner parties recently, and a lot of people are like hosting dinner parties, and it's quite fun. I quite like it.
1: People are sort of uh, turning the back on the nose out. Tur- no, 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 not turning their nose on the night. <laughs> turning, turning their, their nose, nose on the, <laughs> the night. <out. laughs> Hold on, what? there was there's two two phrases it's, I could have used. You've
0: mixed, you've mixed up two phrases. <laughs> make, it's a bit like the wheat, the, the wheat from the chaff, one as well. <laughs> you don't know any not. phrases. <laughs> oh, Is that going to be like the uh, the running joke of this podcast <laughs> that you get every phrase wrong?
1: I'll get other people who can't do phrases as well, and there will be like two peas in a pan. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't commit to either saying, and I came up with literally none. I think you were saying
0: a lot of people are turning their nose up at nights out. Is that right? That's
1: the one. That's the one. It was either that or turning their back on it. Both the same. Neither came out. But you're...
0: Turning their back and their noses up.
1: up. At the idea of a night out. I wonder if
0: that will become more... I wonder if dinner parties will become more popular after this, because... After
1: this podcast.
0: After this podcast. And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and generally, after the lockdown, uh, people might be a bit nervous about going into big, crowded places. I don't know. I, I
1: think that it will because, well, for one, uh, league, legal reasons. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to meet up with six people, have a dinner party yeah. rather than a night out. Sure. Um, But also... Um, I think after this, people have probably realised it's actually quite fun just to drink in your living room.
0: It is fun, isn't it? Yeah. Because
1: it would just be like over Zoom, but in yeah. real life.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm just selling the idea of real life to people there because they can't quite get to, get to grips with what it is anymore. It's like Zoom, but uh, but without the laptop.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, I'm, I'm relatively new to the, to the world of drinking in the house because normally, like, before any of this virus was happening... You know, I I I I was out doing gigs like most nights. Yeah, yeah. And then if I and then if I had a night off doing gigs, I would go out and do something with someone. I would very oh, very rare rarely. Very vague. Yeah, <laughs> dogging is what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but I would very rarely stay in for the night and just do. Nothing. Yeah. So it's yeah. I don't really. I didn't really. I didn't really have alcohol at home
1: until this, and so now I um Mm. I really enjoyed, uh, I started with white Russians. Mm. So I'd have the the Kahlua, the milk and the vodka. i just give the ingredients well, You're make, in case...
0: making those in the house? I was making them in the house.
1: And then I realised oh, I might as well impressive. buy a... Well, yeah. And then I got... I, yeah, I kept doing it and I thought I might as well buy a bottle of Baileys. It's the same thing, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, probably not, but you know what I mean. I, I, all I wanted clearly was uh, some milk and alcohol.
0: I, I was put in charge of making uh, Halloween cocktails For for some people that we had coming over for Halloween, and uh, and I was googling all these recipes and trying to work out all the it was all like you know pumpkin spiced rum and all of this this bollocks, and it, it was all too complicated. So I basically ended up making cranberry vodkas and just telling people it was it was blood. I was like, is that is that Halloween enough? Cramp vodka cranberries? People were like, no, that's not a cocktail. <laughs> people drink that all the time.
1: I thought I'd really get into cocktails during lockdown, and every single one I Googled was just always that one or two extra ingredient that I couldn't be bothered with.
0: Yeah, that's what that's the problem I had. There's that's always that- just one thing that you go, why would I have that? Yeah, it was like, you've got the, one of them, I was looking at ones that were like, you need to shave off bits of pumpkin. That's and put it, in the, done. Like, I'm not doing that. No, it. I'm not doing, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Stop I'm, there, I'm not doing it.
1: I'll, I'll buy glasses with a little pumpkin on the front.
0: Exactly,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, Honestly, all that stuff you just don't need. Because I've just got um, Jamie Oliver's cookbook, the one that's five ingredients. So every meal right. just got five ingredients. Because okay. otherwise, I'd Google this recipe to make something, and then I'd mm. just get, I'd get maybe yeah. f- six or seven ingredient down and i have never heard yeah. of it and yeah, I wouldn't even yeah, know yeah. which I, I'm sure you can't get that in Sainsbury's. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job
0: but might be open to the perfect role like me.
1: In a given month over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Tom, you know you know the format. Um, can I just yeah. ask, did you find it difficult choosing?
0: I did, actually. Yeah, I did. Because there was, there was a lot of people I, I wanted to pick. Um, and I'm still... Not sure if the ones I've gone for are the right options, but I had about yeah. ten. I had about ten options for each of the each three categories, so I've just picked random from that ten. But we yeah, can talk about fair. It.
1: We could talk through it. What well, well, what I've done, I thought it would be a bit of fun each episode is I've I've uh in in this envelope, yeah. I've I've uh it's actually written on the back of it, but I've actually yeah. um <laughs> predicted. Oh, uh, you guessed. I've guessed three, oh, so that's one, one, that's good. one alive, that's good. one dead, and one fictional to, that you that you might have chosen. Oh, that's great! Okay. Okay, Tom. Uh, there's been a knock at the door. It's the first guest of the evening. It's your alive guest. So, um, so who's at the door?
0: There, there was a lot of um options, and uh... <laughs> that's seven billion. <laughs> yeah there's seven million options <laughs> um and i'm i'm 'm slightly worried that the, the one i 've chosen um is is a bit is a bit sort of basic for a comedian to choose i tell you it, it's my fir- the, the alive choice that I was going to pick was going to be eddie murphy um, because i've always been quite obsessed with eddie Murphy and he was kind of uh I I used to weirdly watch his stand-up a lot when I was younger, which I think is people find weird because I'm not similar to Eddie Murphy in any way. <laughs> It'd be um, quite
1: hard for you to relate to anything he says. <laughs> exactly. So I assume you discovered him via his films.
0: Yeah, I I did. Um, but then I but then I I went back and watched you know like Delirious and and uh, he's got a special called Raw. And, 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 <laughs> and I, watched, I watched <laughs> I, I watched. those when I was like 14, 15. And, um, and that was a massive reason, weirdly, why I wanted to start doing stand-up. Even though, you know, he's from a different country and from a completely different background and talks about things that I can't really relate to. I just thought he was so incredible. And, uh, and I've always been quite obsessed with him. And I'm also... I find it really interesting because we still they, there's not a lot we know about Eddie Murphy still to this day um, he's not really done many interviews or, or many or any stand-up since like the 80s so uh, yeah I just think he's someone I'd like to talk to. Do you think people would would
1: um, assume that you had been heavily influenced by Eddie Murphy obviously when we met at the Wedge Ridge Rooms and you wear that big uh, red leather onesie I right? I <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, maybe I'd, he'd gone on to influence you a little no bit, I, that's, that. what, that's what's weird about it is that I don't no think anyone would ever guess that, 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 he, that I liked Eddie Murphy so much but um, and, and to be honest some of his stand up has dated quite badly yeah um, but so is
1: yours <laughs> <laughs> and what so, do you think about him coming back do you reckon he should
0: um, I mean obviously I'd like him to but if I was him I, I probably wouldn't
1: I don't because, think I would, if because I was it's him. like,
0: what what have you got? What have you got to gain? You're already this like, you're already a sort of an icon. The only thing that you can do is ruin it. You can't, you can't get any better. Oh, thanks, um, mate. So, <laughs> are you just gonna take that clip <laughs> and just add it to a different section? Um, yeah, I I don't know. But then you can say that about, you know. There are loads of great bands that are still touring and you sort of think, why? Why would they bother? But
1: Yeah, but it's a bit like, it's the problem is if you go away.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Although I've seen some old, like, I've seen like the Rolling Stones and I've seen Bruce Springsteen and they're all like old legends and they're still touring and it's st- still great. So I don't yeah. know, m- maybe, maybe, uh, and, you know, I would go and see like Jerry Seinfeld and he's been around for ages. and
1: It just kept going. That's the difference though, they've kept going.
0: It's the th- it's the it's the stopping, isn't it? That's the problem. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I can barely be bothered to get back to it. I've had six months off, so he's had <laughs> yeah, thirty years. So, did you say you you would pick him, or you were going to? Is he your choice? No,
0: no, no. That is my choice. That th- is there, your choice. There, yeah, no. There there were other options. There were lots of other options, but I think in on balance, I would pick Eddie Murphy. Um, it's, it, it's I also think he's. He's got quite, I, I'm, re- I'm interested in people who have got sort of, I mean, you'll, you'll see this from my other two choices, but I'm, I'm interested in people who have quite unusual personal lives. Um, I, I find that quite interesting when, when you meet someone and you know mm. that, they, that they've had quite a colourful life. Have you ever um, seen
1: the, uh, the picture of him uh, eating steak off a woman?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. I, think that, I mean, you know, it's all aged badly. <laughs> but uh, I just, um, I, I think it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. And also a lot of the, the best comedians that are, that are working today, when you hear them being interviewed, they all talk about Eddie Murphy being like their, their inspiration as well, which is, which, which is pretty cool.
1: Are you a big fan of his films? Mm, Shrek the third
0: some of them (laughs) Shrek yeah Shrek's great (laughs) not 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 so much the films more the stand-up but um, but but I mean there's some great ones I'm also not uh, I I think you can look at any anyone's career and pick out shit things they've done haven't you
1: yeah certainly and Tom's available on YouTube there's plenty out there (laughs) um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lovely first guest that I could only agree with. I, I would love to meet Eddie Murphy. Um, mm.
0: What would you expect him to be like? I would expect him to be quite... The, the only time I've really sort of seen him interviewed properly recently was on um, that Seinfeld Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee show. Um, and he came across as quite sort of shy and quite quiet uh, and quite sort of calm which was, mm. which was is, which is weird. Because yeah. It's quite hyper on stage, but then again, he was 21 when he was doing stand up, and he's now like, you know, in his fifties. So yeah. I guess, I guess you do change, don't you? Generally. <laughs> is um, that what you'd say to him? Yeah. That's what I'd say. To, you've changed. Can you be um, the old
1: you? I've got this outfit, ironed and everything. <laughs> I've got this dry clean for you.
0: I mean, Seinfeld does talk to him about all the old stage outfits he used to wear. Um, and, uh, it is great, but I mean, he was he was like 20 or 21 when he filmed those specials. That's ridiculous. So. I mean, that, that in itself is insane, that you watch those and you and he's 21 when he's doing it.
1: Has he done many uh, podcast appearances?
0: No. I'm um,
1: <laughs> not thinking of getting him on. But, you're uh...
0: going <laughs> to try and get him on? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he hasn't. I don't think he has. Which, again, I, 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 I really like that. I, 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 I really I really like that old school kind of um, old school celebrity where you didn't really know anything about them. They weren't, they didn't have social media. They weren't being interviewed all the time. And there's that mystery around people that, that I really like. I don't want to know what, what, everything about everyone, but there are some people now that do it really well. There's, there are some um, famous people now <laughs> that still, I think, have that element of. Um, mystery there are some people in our profession now um, who do the opposite well yeah there are lots of people who do the opposite but but there are people like um, like McIntyre who I, I think is amazing at walking that line between you know us really liking him but also not really knowing anything about him which I find really fascinating that whenever he's interviewed it's all just about comedy he never lets anything gives away anything personal
1: Um, i mean obviously i know quite a bit about him from touring with him but i don't really want to bring it up i mean you
0: can tell us about it
1: but that's what i'll do i'll get a bit of a following on here and then i'll do a a (laughs) tell-all podcast
0: (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. i think
1: i think it's a powerful thing to do actually and um i think that the good thing about not putting yourself out there so much is whoever you are in people's heads you will Mm. continue to be Mm.
0: yeah does that make sense Rather than
1: just seeing them making a sandwich on Instagram Live.
0: Yeah, I don't want to know what, you know, everyone's having for breakfast. Yeah. People like Prince, you know, uh, no one knows what Prince had for breakfast. Yeah. If if Prince was, uh, you know, a singer starting now, he'd be Instagram storying (laughs) his whole life. And we'd know everything about him. But I don't want to know. I I want that element of, like, mystery. And, uh, yeah, I think that's exciting.
1: Imagine it would be porridge, but with water, not milk. do you think? I reckon. Just, but it, just yeah, just it's up don't... for debate. Uh, yeah. e- e- email <laughs> right. him. E- email him. Uh... <laughs> <it. laughs> what would Prince have for breakfast? <laughs> 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 and there's, a, there's another knock at the door. Uh, this time it's the guest who's no longer with us. It's your choice for your dead guest. So uh, who's at the door?
0: Um, I have picked um, Hunter S. Thompson. Oh,
1: wow. Okay, well.
0: Are you you familiar with Hunter S. Thompson?
1: Very familiar with Hunter. Well, I'll say very. Um, I'm familiar to that point. But um, I've I've read his work. Um, Yeah. What's Um, your favourite Hunter S. Thompson
0: book? Hmm. I really like The Rum Diary.
1: Me too, it's my favourite one. Uh, Is it? Yeah, yeah. I think a terrible decision to make into a film, because I think it makes absolutely no yeah. sense as a film.
0: Although it starred your your man Johnny Depp, didn't it?
1: It did, yes. And um, mm-hmm. and what's his name? The guy that was a Phoebe's brother and friends and then went off to be... uh, He was in Avatar. What's his name? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> no, don't know. Can I get it on IMDb <laughs> quick enough to keep this anecdote alive? Um, Email
0: in. Email in if you know. <laughs> It didn't do very well, the film, did it?
1: No, oh, that's his name. Uh, Giovanni, Giovanni Ribisi. Um, and Oh yeah, Aaron Eckhart. But yeah, yeah. I, I, um, I love the idea of that book, that lifestyle.
0: This goes back to my thing I was saying about people who've lived quite strange lives. Um, and I think he kind of embodied that, didn't he? That kind of uh, sort of debaucherous life.
1: Yeah, um, and his, his um, when his ashes uh sent up in fireworks uh, at his funeral,
0: Johnny Depp shot them out of a cannon.
1: Um, I must say, I, I we believe it was Hunter S. Thompson's. Uh, uh, he asked for that to happen. I don't think Johnny Depp yeah. was there.
0: <laughs> it would be quite disrespectful to do that without <laughs> the person asking, without
1: any sort of previous uh, agreement. You he, he hopefully told his family.
0: But then the way he, the way he, um, the way he, he, because he shot himself. Um, that's how he died. I don't know, oh, yeah. Spoiler spoiler alert. But um, apparently, apparently, he was with his family in his house. What they're all watching TV, and he just went into the kitchen, and they thought he was getting a drink, and then they just heard a shotgun, and he had just walked into the kitchen and shot himself. Um, pretty insane, really. But I mean, I've I've read lots of books about him, and I've watched lots of documentaries about him, and I find it all really interesting. And I think he would be a great person to have at a dinner party because I think he would turn it into complete mayhem, which would be fun.
1: He would certainly make up for it if Eddie Murphy was being a bit shy.
0: Yeah, I think he would bring Eddie out of his shell.
1: Yeah, and if he wouldn't, I think the stuff he'd bring with him would. um... Yeah,
0: I think he would... I I remember hearing Johnny Depp talk about how he met Hunter S Thompson for the first time, and he said he he walked into a bar with a, a cattle prod, that had live electricity running through it. And he was moving people out the way with a catapult. So I'd like him to come to the dinner party in the same, in that sort of. Fashion. You'd want that. See, when, when, I, yeah. when I
1: hear stories like that, I think, oh, that's like a, like a, a mad cool thing to hear about. But I would have, um, I'd have absolutely, I would have, I would have either been annoyed if I was the one that was prodded, or I'd be so embarrassed if I was with him. I would be behind yeah. him going, I'm so sorry. Honestly, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So it's nice to imagine that I'd have been like, yeah, crazy. I'll, I'll, I'll get the shots in. but. Um... <laughs>
0: I've heard, um, uh, I think it was Dave Chappelle talk about how, because there's, there's all these crazy stories about Dave Chappelle doing mad stuff like that, in the same mm. way that there's loads of stories about Hunter S. Thompson. And I've heard Dave Chappelle say that it's a very, it's very deliberate decision. He basically thinks of the weirdest thing that he could do, In any situation and then does it because he knows that everyone's going to tell that as a story they're all going to go oh have you heard have you heard what dave did and it's not him he's he knows he's doing it it's a conscious decision
1: yeah right to build sort of a a legend it's like um yeah there's the the famous sort of internet uh anecdote isn't it of of bill murray do you know this one uh yeah
0: yeah there's loads of bill murray stories aren't there
1: the, the, the walks into the diner and took a guy's chip and just said, no one will ever believe you. Yeah, um, yeah, which yeah, I don't yeah. know if did that happened or is that just like a cool story that people put on someone?
0: With Bill Murray, there's, there's loads of stories people have put on the internet about weird things Bill Murray has done to them. So yeah. There's, story, there's stories about him like going to college house parties and just doing the washing up in the kitchen and people being like it's bill murray washing up in the kitchen and he just does it because he knows it's gonna fuck with people and he enjoys that i think there is a video
1: of him isn't there doing karaoke with people he just went into a karaoke bar and just joined in and just had a big yeah. night um it yeah. just means you'd be quite disappointed if you saw him somewhere and he just didn't do any- He just he was just at the post office and he just sent a letter and left
0: yeah that's the problem isn't it you sort of you set the the bar too high he, I mean, um, he played
1: Hunter S Thompson didn't he have you seen that uh, Where the Buffalo Roam
0: yes not for a while but yeah I have seen that yeah
1: I had that in a sort of a, it was a weird it wasn't even a box set it came with uh, Fear and Loathing Where the Buffalo Roam and then some sort of like um, it was almost like a it looked like a Hunter S Thompson sort of end of year annual
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> a Hunter S Thompson calendar <laughs> Are you quite into Hunter S. Thompson as well then?
1: I was, certainly when I was at uni, I remember really getting into him. And then I remember the Killers song, um, Are We Human or Are We Dancer? That was one of his quotes, wasn't it? Yeah. So I remember yeah, just, yeah. he was like, um, it's just, a, it was a very uh, cool reference point. I think he always will be. But certainly I got, I think I did a lot of, um, you know, when you do the sort of the deep dives and I would just sort of love reading about him or yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Re- yeah. reading his work. And I think um, a lot of people say, actually, I don't know if you agree, but people say that um, he, the, the film is one of the few times where the film's better than the book, but only because it was so well, such a good visualisation oh, okay. of, what, of what was happening. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah,
1: I agree, actually. And certainly uh, Rum Divers is the other way. Um. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> there's a great um, there's an artist called Ralph Steadman who right. did all the illustrations in all of his books. All those weird, all those weird drawings that really. He were was in like his, his Quentin Blake, exactly. Yeah, and I've got a couple of his drawings which are quite cool. Oh, have you? Um, but um, yeah, you should look at Ralph Steadman if you like all that stuff. Is he still going? Yeah, he's still alive. Yeah, the, the Johnny Depp. Posted a sky arts documentary where he went to his studio and like did a whole documentary about ralph steadman and they tell loads of amazing stories about hunter s thompson it's worth a watch so that's quite an eclectic dinner party already isn't it eddie murphy and hunter s thompson i mean that's going to get interesting isn't it
1: hunter s thompson i imagine could be the sort of person that would either come and be the life and soul of the party you have a great time or He'll turn up, use your toilet and leave. And then there's uh, nothing <laughs> yeah, you can do about
0: just, it. I imagine he might just not come.
1: <laughs> That's the other one. <laughs> Bit of a risk. But um, if he doesn't yeah. turn up, um, just let me know. I'll turn up yeah. with, uh, oh. with, with like my big sunglasses on a Hawaiian shirt <laughs> and a bottle of tequila. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, deal.
1: Right, yeah, so it's an eclectic bunch. Um,
0: it's about to get even more weird.
1: Right, who's is it, is it, is um, coming?
0: Nemo. Nemo, right. is coming, yeah. <laughs> what would be funny is to get Eddie Murphy and then his character Donkey and Shrek as well and have them, have them meet each other.
1: <laughs> it, and it's, it's nice because it's sort of a nice times through your life where you've realised who, who you've been into. <laughs> Another knock at the door, the last of the evening. It's the fictional guest and uh enlighten the audience who's knocking
0: i took fictional to mean it can be from a book or a film or anything
1: oh you t- you took the word fictional uh, as as it's to meant mean fi- to mean fictional <laughs> <yeah. laughs> 100 oh, thompson will love you in your crazy mind <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah i love the way you think kid <laughs> yeah, I, probably didn't, I probably didn't need to go through that so, I took fictional to mean fictional. And uh, just to clarify, Hunter S. Thompson is in fact actually dead. Uh, yeah, and I took that to mean dead as in passed away, as in not alive anymore. Um, so, I've picked um, Patrick Bateman from uh, American Psycho.
1: Blimey. Okay. I mean, not only a mad choice, but I was very off the mark.
0: Um, well, I'm I'm really interested to hear what you thought, but uh, I I'm really I'm really into that film. Me and my mates love that film, not because we're all psychopaths. Um, so, and I and I think he would be a uh, he would be a, a fun person to have at a dinner party, provided he didn't kill anyone. Imagine that! I mean, that's a great dinner party, isn't it? <laughs> I found it quite a seminal moment for me. <laughs> quite a um, hero of mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, me and, me and. Uh, one of my my best mates uh, are sort of really obsessed with it, and we always quote it to each other. Um, so yeah, I, I, that that's one of my favourite films in general, and I and I find that character really really amazing. So, um, but you know what it is, I'm not into horror films at all. I don't like horror films, but there's a, but I, I like films that are, are funny horror. Like I think Ameri- I think American Psycho is funny. American
1: Psycho is amazing. Well, apparently, um, Christian Bale got the role because he was the only person that turned up and realised it was a comedy. Oh, right. Yeah, which is a break. Yeah, thing to yeah. Say, if, if they just went, no, it's not.
0: <laughs> not only would you not get the job, you'd get sectioned. <laughs> How'd the audition go? <laughs> not well. It is amazing. Yeah, um, I'm into that. That kind I mean, of, like, comedy horror stuff.
1: It's, it's quite a sinister vibe when Patrick Bateman turns up. You wouldn't want him to get there first.
0: No, no. <laughs> I think Patrick Bateman and Hunter S. Thompson would get on well.
1: I think they would. I think, but I think it would end up with you and Eddie Murphy sort of a uh, either uh, locked in your bedroom, barricaded away,
0: or dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'd be focused on the food. I'd be in the kitchen doing all the nibbles.
1: What What are you cooking for Eddie Murphy, Hunter S. Thompson, and Patrick Bateman?
0: It's got to be something meat based. They well, maybe Eddie Murphy. I feel like might be a vegan because he's quite LA now, isn't he? But Right, but I Hunter and Hunter and Pat Bateman are all about the meat, aren't they?
1: Imagine, uh, I mean, okay. imagine Hunter would love a big bit of uh, meat on the middle of the table and a big carving knife. Yeah, and he would sort of do it with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth.
0: Mm. I definitely let Hunter carve.
1: Oh yeah, although Patrick Bateman would be pretty good. I imagine it would be an absolute mess. He'd <laughs> just be covered in blood, <laughs> just really hacking at it. <laughs>
0: I might um I, I might create a, a playlist of music um like Susutio for Pat Bateman, <coughs> um as he comes into the kitchen as he comes into the house. This is a, a
1: dark turn for your character. To quite some a very, dark
0: dinner very... isn't it? I would imagine your guesses were quite far off, were they?
1: Very far. Should we go through my guesses?
0: Yeah. Now I'm excited about I that.
1: will tell you this one: that there is one that um is a slight slight crossover, and I wasn't far off the mark, um, okay. which was that um. You went for the uh, for your alive person's Eddie Murphy, and for your dead person, I went with Richard Pryor.
0: Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's, that's that's a decent guess. That would have been on the list. Although I'm I'm worried that Richard Pryor is quite a when when you get a comedian onto this show, I, Richard Pryor is quite a basic answer, isn't it? I, I imagine I, you'll get a lot of comedians saying Richard Pryor.
1: Well, um, when they do say that, I'll let them know that you said it's basic. Yeah, please do. But um, okay. I am expecting. it. Although I do wonder if, because it's so expected that everyone will avoid it
0: yeah well that's what i did <laughs> which is
1: what you did just go for someone else just, 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 yeah. just panic and go for kevin hart so um <laughs> <laughs> uh so when you went for eddie murphy's you're alive i went for um, david attenborough um oh, okay because i just okay. assumed that you, you're somebody who would just well obviously big into him i just thought that um i thought you'd be especially into him i imagine he's somebody who just really is yeah it's um just cuz you do like um i guess he well for one he's he's a bit of an enigma um mm. you know when he's not when he's not with the animals don't really know what he's up to he's got instagram yeah, but yeah. I, I don't think he's in charge of it um
0: i think someone else runs it yeah
1: <laughs> but um, but yeah so i thought you would go for him especially cuz i don't know um,
0: do i do i seem like someone who would be into david attenborough
1: i thought you'd be real i just imagine that you're the sort of person who would uh, binge his documentaries just again and again
0: <laughs> really
1: <laughs> yeah i just thought you but apparently it's not it's...
0: no 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 i do no no i do like david attenborough do you know what when i was a bit younger people a lot of um well i say a lot a, cu- a couple of people when i was younger used to say that i looked a lot like his brother richard attenborough i used to get i used to get that from a couple of people a lot
1: right um, is that where you got the beard now
0: yeah, really exactly leading into what...
1: <laughs> it. When a Jurassic World going to come calling? <laughs> that's, that's exactly why
0: I got the bid. Um, um, that's really interesting. Okay.
1: So, and then for, for fictional, so so far, you went with Eddie Murphy's. You're alive. I went for David Attenborough. Yeah, you went for uh, Hunter S. Thompson. I went for Richard Pryor. Uh, for fictional, you went for Patrick Bateman. Um, whereas for fictional, for you, I went with um, Homer Simpson.
0: It's a bit of a different vibe. (laughs) So, which I don't think... It basically sounds like, oh, this is because it sounds like you have this idea of me in your head as quite a sweet, innocent person from the the choices you've given me. And I've completely (laughs) shattered that.
1: I just thought he loves stand-up, and the king of stand-up, who's no longer with us, Richard Pryor. Fine, David Attenborough. Tom cares about the world; he's a caring yeah. person. And yeah, uh, you yeah. know, just and and he's a, and he's a buffoon. So,
0: I just thought. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I did? Um, uh, talk the David Attenborough thing a couple of years ago. I I did an interview in the uh, Metro, the London magazine, and uh, it's a newspaper. The newspaper, yeah. Sorry, that's um, all right. Get it right, just. I might the, get some sponsorship. <laughs> one of the things, um, one of the questions they asked was, what would you do if you were London mayor for a day? And I, I don't know why I said this, but really wankily I said, I'd plant loads of trees. Oh and my God. I, and I posted, the, in. I posted the interview on, on my Instagram and I got about 15 comedians just completely ripped the piss out of me <laughs> saying I'd plant loads of trees. So maybe subconsciously, I am a bit like David Attenborough.
1: Well, I can't speak for your Instagram DMs, but certainly in WhatsApp uh, groups across the country, you were absolutely slated.
0: <laughs> Saying I would plant more trees. <laughs> in fact,
1: annoyingly, when I read that in the Metro, I set fire to the Metro paper doing uh, damage. So uh, if anything, you had ai don't think you planted a single tree, you had a, a negative effect on the environment.
0: I just panicked. I didn't know what to say. Um, did it do you think that helped in getting people come to your show? I got a lot of environment environmentalists coming to the show. Came Green Greenpeace came along. Yeah, and then 16 hour show's protest. Really a, the show's not really about the environment, so um they were disappointed. Well, yeah. As were well, the people who came just for comedy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I came to I came to that show. Uh, which way was it, your first or your second? Uh
0: that that was the one I did at the Leicester Square Theatre, which was the second show.
1: Oh, okay. I did. I did come along to that one. Yeah, I enjoyed it, it as the one where. Um... Did you
0: come to that show?
1: Yeah, I came to it up in uh, Edinburgh.
0: Oh yeah. Sorry, not not the. Um...
1: Sorry, I didn't come to Leicester. So sorry, no, no. It was because no. when I was um, when we were in Edinburgh, you and I were living together that year. So I sort of felt obliged.
0: <laughs> my mum. I remember my mum and dad's coming up to to see me at the festival, and they went to one of the shows. They they. I think they went to like three shows, and yours was one of them. Yeah, but they, well, they came to mine three times. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't even see mine.
1: <laughs> um, what what we've got to do is we've got to do a bit where I I pick one of yours to to bring to the perfect dinner party, which uh, yeah. which, which I'll be, which I'll be hosting. Um, yeah, I'm actually staring at these names. This is actually I I did always think it would be an an obvious choice. Um, so but I've got to think for me, and um. Who I would want there. I, I think I'm, I'm going to be quite blunt and say Patrick Bateman's not going to make the list. Okay. <laughs> Didn't expect you to sound so hurt by that. Okay, no, fine. I I mean, that how, very, how long is I that for this record anyway?
0: In a very sort of like calm, serial killer way.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, let me just add your name to this list here. And then sorry. I'll make my own little list.
0: Your choice, but... your decision.
1: <laughs> it's... um. <laughs> it's a, it's a tough call but I think as a comedian and I am a big fan of Hunter S Thompson's I really am I really did love the rum dough growing up yeah but I think it would be tough for me to say no to Eddie Murphy um I think he'd be a fascinating person to talk to and I think it would be mad for either you or me to pass up the opportunity yeah that's, it's that's it's going to have to be Eddie Murphy um okay well we'll try and set that up shall we <laughs>
0: Uh, I think that's a good. I think that's a good decision. Yeah, and I think I think if I if I could if I could have a one on one with any of those, it would be Eddie Murphy as well.
1: Yeah, for your own safety, if anything,
0: mainly from a safety point of view. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cut to uh, Eddie Murphy cutting a bit of steak off your stomach. <laughs> I mean, I would that that would be an incredible photo for me to get. What a coup, Tom. It's been
1: an absolute pleasure having you on. Have you enjoyed this?
0: Yeah, it's been fun. It's been good. Oh,
1: well, it's, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's been really fun. What have, you got, what have you got coming up? I guess not a lot because uh <laughs> the fact that we're in a, during a global health pandemic.
0: Well, I mean, the best thing, I guess, to talk about or to plug would be the, the podcast with Maisie, which you can download wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> um, no, it's called That's a First and it's a show, I host it with Maisie Adam and we, uh, we talk to various well-known people about first things they've done in their life. So uh, they, they come on with two stories about something they've done for the first time and uh, it's, it's fun, it's funny.
1: Um, I've listened to an episode. It was very funny. And um, I assume your your BBC uh, thing's still available on, on iPlayer.
0: It's on the iPlayer, yeah. You can watch despite that on iPlayer. Despite my tweets, um, it's, it's still there. <laughs> despite your campaign to have it removed, it's still there. Um, you can watch that if you so desire.
1: Yeah, and if anybody, uh, you can follow Tom on, uh, is it, is it, at it's Tom Lucy?
0: It's Tom Lucy. No, you, no. You, Is that not you?
1: Who why, have I been following? It's that, the, <laughs> the worst Instagram handle ever. Is it just Tom Lucy? It's,
0: on, oh, Tom on Instagram, James Lucy. Tom James Lucy, yeah. That's my yeah, middle Tom, name. Well, I assumed so. Yeah. Um, uh, well, it's I'll, Tom Lucy. Imagine if that was my Instagram name. It's Tom Lucy.
1: <laughs> Wait, I don't know why I thought it was you. Someone must. Someone with a, with a Tom name must have an it's at the start. <laughs> Right, Tom, thank you for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure to chat with you and um, I hope to see you in the real world soon.
0: Yeah, I'll invite you to a dinner party.
1: Lovely ending. So that was Tom. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, If you want to get in touch, it is guestlistwithjake at gmail.com and also please... If you like the podcast, rate it. If you can subscribe, if you can tweet about it, Instagram story about it, tell your friends, anything. It's really appreciated and it does make such a huge difference. And thanks to everybody for listening. And I'll be back again next week with another episode. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer.